This podcast is brought to you by Hostfully. We make property management software and digital guidebooks. To learn more and sign up for our industry newsletter, please visit Hostfully.com. Hey, fellow hosts, if you want to take your hosting business to the next level, then join the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy. Whether you own, rent, or manage properties, we have the resources, the tools, and the community to help you achieve your goals. The Short-Term Rental Profit Academy is ready for any host, any size, and includes a membership portal with over 50 hours of video lessons, a private Facebook group, and weekly live coaching calls, where Eric and I give you direct feedback and help you solve your biggest challenges. We're all about taking action and getting results. So if you're ready to start crushing it, sign up for our program at strprofitacademy.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to episode number 350 of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I'm here with a SDR Legends Mastermind member. His name is Colin Holowaychuk. And uh, he's the founder of Vamanosco Vacation Rentals out of Tulum in Mexico. So Colin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jasper. Really glad to be here. You know, it's been, uh, it's an honor. I've been following this uh, podcast and, and following you for a long time. So it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, it's a bit of a milestone, 350 episodes. Really excited to have you on the show because we had a call on the Mastermind uh, a couple of weeks ago. and You showed the way that you personalize the experience for your guests. And I would say that's the most sophisticated and intelligent way of, of doing that, what I have seen. Since I, since I started hosting this podcast. So I thought, you know, I got to get Colin on and talk about this. So the topic for today is how do you personalize the experience for the guest before, during, and after their stay? Excited Thanks, to man. get into it. Yeah, me too. So let, let's start at the beginning, right? We, we kind of have like three parts. Uh, the first part is you, you need to get information from your guests in order to know how to personalize that experience. So can you tell us your process for gathering that information uh, before the stay? Yeah, I think that the most important part about being able to personalize anything is getting to know your audience and getting to know uh, your guest, your customer, or what have you. And, and there's really you know, only a couple ways we get to know our guests and you know without them being in our property or without them visiting our website and being able to track them what we do is we ask every one of our guests to register so that does a couple things one is we not only get the information from the person who booked uh, we get the information from everybody who's staying and so what we do is we encourage them just like a hotel to register all guests and you know, registration is kind of like a familiar term to them so they're accepting to it and in reality, we're just asking some questions about themselves, about, you know, we're trying to gather information about three things. One is the purpose of their stay, their priorities, and their preferences. And their priorities and preferences could be around 
what type of activities do they enjoy doing? What type of uh, local uh, attractions are they coming for? Uh, preferences could be, you know, what are the, some of the products and services that they're interested in in terms of um, things that you can offer them during their stay, like additional cleaning or an airport transport or anything you can do as a host or a property manager to help enhance their stay. And one of the biggest things you're going to be asking them is what the purpose of their stay is. Yeah, and and it, you know I think this is this is really important um, as we as the short term rental industry is kind of developing. I think uh, the people who who really understand how to optimize that experience, right? Because you know I, I think a lot of people start to realize over the last couple of years that it, we're not renting out spaces, right? It's really the we're creating experiences for people. So you know having having that information is is really crucial to create that experience. So what, what do you use to, to get that information, the registration? Is it Typeform? Yeah, we use a, a couple different tools. Uh, Typeform is probably the most, uh, most commonly used. It's a survey platform and it uh, creates a really nice interface. You know, like you said, it, unless you have like a, a castle or a treehouse, you know, it's really hard to be unique. And uh, one of the things that we can do as hosts and property managers is to cater that experience to be unique for that specific guest and for their group. One of the primary things that, that Typeform or any type of uh, questionnaire or survey software does is it gives us the opportunity to understand, is this a romantic getaway for a couple? Is this a, a family trip with uh, you know, children under 10? Is this a girl's getaway for celebrating a 40th birthday? And by knowing that, you can cater the experience around your two-bedroom, two-bathroom you know, accommodations to cater that experience to, to meet their expectations and to exceed them. Because now you know a little more about their purpose, right? You know a little more about you know, the romantic, you know, the couple on a romantic weekend is certainly not going to be um, looking for the same type of amenities or experience or activities that, you know, the family with small children are looking for, right? So to get to know that guest and get to know their purpose, priorities and preferences before they arrive, you can start catering the experience and your communications around specifically their interests and what's most relevant to them. Got it. Are there any concerns around Airbnb terms of service? You know, they have all these documents where they, where they tell you what you can do and what you can't do. And I mean, from my experience, it's really easy to breach those rules. Uh, I remember I was always advocating people putting emoticons in the titles because um, yeah. I thought it, you know, it makes it stand out, makes it look nice. And then suddenly someone pointed out like, hey, that's, that's actually not allowed, right? But that's something that I've never seen Airbnb you know, really enforce that, right? But, um, but as we all know, especially now, you know, Domino recently got, got removed from Airbnb, right? So that's a, that's a pretty sizable company that they removed because they were, they were messing around with, their, with the profiles, right? They were putting like fake names on there and stuff like that. And also recently, uh, a friend of mine, um, Dana out of Denver, she messaged on, on Twitter that uh, Airbnb had uh, canceled all her bookings and deactivated all her listings out of nowhere. She had no idea where that's coming from. So, you know, it, and Airbnb has been known to do that, um, mm -hmm. not just recently, but even going back to 2014, I interviewed a guy called uh, Kelly Kampen. He won an award for like the best host in Thailand. And suddenly mm -hmm. Airbnb just 
deactivated uh, his listing. So that's something that people are concerned about, right? So what are your thoughts on that? Like, is that is it okay to have a, a Google form or a type form um, to ask the guests for their for their information? Well, I think there's there's two sides to that. There, well, there's probably a few sides to that. One is there's a difference between having a rule and enforcing that rule. And and like you said, the emoticons or or asking um, your guests for their their information that's been in part of their uh, terms and conditions for a long time. Um, you know what we're seeing with Airbnb recently, I think, is a lot of a lot of messaging. You know, they're going for their IPO pretty soon. They're, they're making sure that they're they're kind of like getting ahead of these these fires, these these questions that they're going to have to ask when IPO happens, and and they're gonna you know they're gonna be asked things about you know what are you doing about um, the party situation, the Airbnb party situation. What are you going to do about you know these bad actors on your on your uh, platform that are abusing the system and gaming the system, like some of the people that have been kicked off? And so I think a lot of the enforcement that they're doing is really just PR. Uh, with that said, though, one of the things that is uh, written into their terms is you can ask a guest questions, you can ask them for an ID, you can ask them for anything if you're homeowners association, if your insurance, if your contract for your lease, if you have a legitimate reason for asking for it. So number one, you know, we've, we've had, oh geez, thousands of guests every now and then probably like, you know, one in every 500, someone says, you know, what is this? Why am I answering these questions? I just reply, Hey, it's just a fun questionnaire. I like to get to know my guests so I can uh, uh, cater the, you know, I, I be truthful and honest with them. You know, I'm, I'm doing this to help you have a better stay. And if you are against that, if you are sensitive about your privacy, that's totally cool. I understand it's, it's optional. You know, if you want to skip any of the questions, that's fine. They're not required. But, you know, if you're coming to my home, if you're going to be, you know, staying at my place, it's kind of, you know, my responsibility and for your safety to get to know who's staying at my place. And, uh, and after kind of explaining that, I haven't had any guests really uh, raise it as a problem or escalate it to Airbnb. I've had conversations with uh, people at Airbnb kind of preemptly, kind of saying, you know, this is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it. And, uh, and their feedback has been like, you know, unless there's a guest like really complaining about it, then there's no reason that we're going to be, you know, stepping in. So yeah. I, I really feel that uh, if, if we're doing things that are positive for the guest experience that are going to enhance their trip and we're not doing something that's gaming the system for our benefit, I really think that, uh, you know, they're not going to be enforcing something that uh, is actually good for them. Yeah, man, 100%, 100% agree. You know, I think the things that Airbnb enforces, the rules that they enforce is the things that they can get in trouble with as a, as a company, right? So if, you're, if, you're, if you have like uh, 50 apartments in downtown New York and you're putting fake profiles in your listings, stuff like that, that's the type of thing that they're going to go after. But like you said, you're just trying to make the experience better for the guests, right? Now, as you said, who, who can be against that, right? So. That's a, that's a really good explanation the way you laid it out. So thank you for, uh, yeah, for making that clear. Um, so let's uh, dive into part two, right? So in part one, you, you get almost all the guests to fill it out. And what's really cool about that is not just the, the people that book, but you're also getting the information from the, the other people as well, right? The people that are coming as a group. So, so that's really cool. 
Second part is the actual experience. Like how do you, how do you use that information to curate a personal and unique experience for your guests? One of the first things we do is we set up some email marketing. So before guests arrive, as typical, they get a couple emails to say, you know, this is a check-in process, all that kind of stuff. But, but in addition to that, we also send an email that tells them about the local attractions, local activities, the property amenities that they've specified they're important to them. So we use our, our system, our email marketing system, to link up what they've told us is, is important and relevant to them. And that's the information they get. So if they say something like, you know, we want to visit the local restaurants and uh, local attraction ABC and we want to go shopping, you know, we're not going to tell them about the stuff they're not interested in, you know, the uh, park and the hiking and stuff like that because they're more interested in going to the local restaurants. So we cater the communications um, before they even come to say, hey, by the way, you know, for each individual guest, we send an email to say, you know, welcome, looking forward to your stay. Here's some things you might be interested in. And we highlight those items in the, uh, in the welcome email. In addition to that, we also find that it's an opportunity to increase our revenue. So they may not know that as a property manager, we offer, you know, airport transportation, we offer grocery delivery, we offer, um, you know, additional cleaning during their stay. By offering that and reminding them that they that we do have that and that we're offering it because they've already expressed interest in that, we find that we get a lot more uptake and we get, you know, just the fact that we're only sending stuff that's relevant to them means that they're actually opening the email, they're reading through it and they're clicking on the links. And, you know, sometimes those link might be links might be an article that, you know, has nothing to do with us. We haven't written it, but it's, you know, the top 10 things to do in whatever destination. And other times it's a link to our uh, website where we actually explain our additional services and products that we can offer. And we see a lot more uptake on that. And, and from that, we're getting a lot more revenue per guest. Yeah, that makes a, that makes a little sense. So you start sending some of those emails before the guest even arrives. Yeah, you know, that's the way we kind of start to set their expectations and cater the experience around them is we give them ideas around what they can do while they're in our property. So what that helps to do is it helps to kind of curate their experience. So there's a lot of things that they not, might not be interested in, might not have knowledge about, but they're interested in. And there's a lot of things that we as hosts or property managers, we kind of take it for granted. We know our neighborhood, we know our region, we know our property. And by understanding what's relevant to that guest, we can actually kind of enhance that stay because we're, we're reinforcing that we have the things that they're interested in. And hey, you said you're interested in you know, local restaurants. By the way, I really like this place and this place. If you're thinking about um, going for breakfast on Tuesdays, you know, my favorite restaurant down the street, they got a great special. And you know, on Thursdays, you know, the bar down the street over here, they got a great happy hour. You got to try two for one you know, margaritas. And the fact that you're getting that specific around their specific interests and it's so relevant, it shapes the itinerary for their stay around their interests. And, and the result is that their experience is way beyond anything that, you know, is welcome my place, here's my accommodations, you know, have fun finding your way around, yeah. right? Yeah, and what I love about your system is that it's so curated because you mentioned, for example, Tuesday and Thursday, 
Now, those days are actually based on the, on the check-in dates, right? So if somebody's staying like Friday to Monday, then the email that they will receive will be, hey, check out the happy hour on Saturday. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, the idea of this came from went on a cruise a few years ago and every morning we, we go for breakfast, we come back and, you know, they make the beds and stuff like that. But on the bed, they left this itinerary, you know, as a daily, you know, what's going on in the ship and, and, you know, this is the port you're going to and these are the, you know, activities and, and local things that you can check out while you're there. And every day it was kind of like a treat to look at this, you know, itinerary and go, oh, here's all the options uh, around what we can do, whether we're in the ship or at a destination. And I kind of thought like, you know, wouldn't that be cool as a guest staying in an Airbnb to get that, to get a curated kind of itinerary to say, here's a bunch of stuff that you said you're interested in. This is what's going on in our local community tomorrow or on the weekend or, or the next day. And, uh, and our guests really loved it because during the stay, especially on a vacation, you're kind of like checked out, right? The whole idea of a vacation is to turn your brain off, forget about work and relax. And what this allows the guests to do is not have to go in every day, go to Google and go, you know, things to do or, you know, what restaurant should I go to? You're actually delivering, you know, an itinerary or, or, or a sample of some of the things that they can do, some of the things that they can experience, the activities, even the amenities of the property that they may not know about. It kind of gives them an idea so they don't have to think about it. It's actually delivered to them. And because you've already asked, you know, what's important to you, what's relevant, what kind of experience are you looking for, what's the purpose of your stay, you can cater that itinerary for each individual person. So it's very personalized. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's amazing. And we'll, we'll talk about the technology that goes into this, because I'm sure there's people listening now thinking, well, that, that sounds amazing, but I have no idea how to make that happen. This podcast is brought to you by Hostfully. We make property management software and digital guidebooks. Using Hostfully, you can create a free guidebook for your property that works on any mobile device. It will help your guests learn about your local recommendations and important property information that will make your and your guests' experience a lot better. While I'm at home in San Francisco right now, I'm trying to take this time to get organized. Maybe it's a good time for you to do this too with a digital guidebook. To learn more and sign up for an industry newsletter, please visit Hostfully.com. But let's move to part three, right? So we've talked about the pre-stay part. We talked about the stay, the experience during the stay. Let's move to post-stay. Because obviously you, you're getting all these email addresses through this, uh, through this process. And so now after the stay, you can follow up and send them some more emails, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's what's really important about this in terms of gathering the information from all your guests. What's kind of unique about our opportunity as, as hosts and property managers is that we not only have the person who booked that experiences our product, that experiences our hospitality, but everyone in the accommodations, everyone in that group experiences it. So they're actually our customers, right? So by having their contact information, having their email address, by reminding them about their stay, reminding them about the experience they have, reminding them about the catered and curated itineraries, it sparks an emotional response around the, the experience they had. And by being able to message back to all these guests rather than just the person you booked, it gives us the opportunity to invite them back. 
it's getting more and more important now as the platforms become more fragmented and they start doing things that are a little more unpredictable. And, you know, we really have to start to realize that these are channels to get our first guests, our, our, our first customers, and there are channels for marketing. And once those customers are ours, once those guests actually experience our product, there are customers and we have the ability to remarket to them, invite them and their friends and family back. And so what we do is we use that same information from their survey, from their registration, and we cater their invitation back around what's relevant and interesting to them. So, you know, we might send an email to say, remember when you came and, hey, did you have a chance to check out this, that, or the other thing? These are the things that they've already expressed interest in. Now, we don't know if they actually went to that restaurant, they went to that happy hour, or they had breakfast at my favorite restaurant. But we can remind them that we offered that information to them. And whether they actually experienced that or we're reminding them that we you know, curated that suggestion for them, it sparks that memory. And I think especially now when people are itching to get out of their house and itching to travel, it's really, really relevant to spark those memories of a great time they had experiencing what they did in our accommodations, right? And by doing that, that's going to open the door and open the kind of curiosity around, okay, when can I go back? And in a time when things are so uncertain and there's so much uncertainty around everybody's everyday life, one of the things that they can be certain about is if I go back to Colin's accommodations, I know what kind of experience I'm going to have. I was already there. I already experienced it. I already had a great time. Uh, you know, I had a great weekend with my spouse, a romantic weekend, or I had a great time, me and the girls, you know, on a celebration for a birthday. It'd be great to go back there with another group of friends because I know what kind of experience I'm going to have. It takes the uncertainty out of that. So you're just reminding them that, you know, you're there for them. This is the experience they had. And anytime they want, they can come back and they're certain to have the same kind of experience. And by the way, click here and book direct rather than go through Airbnb or one of the other platforms. You also offer them another incentive to book direct, like a discount or something? You know, we've offered discounts. I think one of the advantages of, of knowing what's relevant to them is we can offer something unique. You know, something like um, a lot of the, the restaurants that I work with in the area, we have relationships where they would get uh, 20% off their bill or they would get, uh, you know, special access to a VIP room or you know, a discount on a, a tour or an attraction or something like that. I would rather give discounts to local vendors that I have a, um, a relationship with than a discount rate from my property because they're already gonna save if they're booking direct. Yeah, it makes sense. And you, know, the, the, you said a lot there and I wanna point out a couple of things. Number one is that email list that you have from gathering all those, all those emails from the guests. That is a major asset because no matter what happens, you know, if Airbnb shuts down, if VRBO shuts down, if all these platforms suddenly shut down, you can still market to your past guests, right? That email, that email list is yours. Nobody can take it from you, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a big asset. And what, what's great about it, like you're building this asset, but at the same time, you're also improving the guest experience. Right. So it's really, it's a win-win. It's a win for the guest. It's a win for you. And that's what I think is really incredible about the process that you have. Now, 
let's talk about the technology because this all sounds really, really amazing. What do you need in order to set something like this up? Well, like I said, we, we use uh, Typeform to, to uh, ask the guests a question. So that's our registration. We use that to gather the data and then we use um, Zapier to connect that to our email marketing. And our email marketing, you know, when, people, when I tell people about this and they go, oh my God, you know, that must take a lot of work to customize every email around every guest and all their preferences and, and everything else like that and personalize it. You know, there's a lot of email providers out there that do things, that do something that's called uh, dynamic content. So it's as simple as if this guest said they're interested in local restaurants, in the email, include this clip, this piece of content around local restaurants. If they didn't say they're interested in it, then don't include it. And what's really nice about that is it takes a little while to, to set it up, but it's not complicated. It just takes time. So once it's set up and you have an email that has some dynamic content around the questions you're asking and the data you have, once that's created, once you have your template, it's automated. So when the email goes out, the email marketing software looks at that specific recipient's data. And if that data includes local restaurants, then the email automatically includes your clip that says, include this content if that data is there that they've said they're interested in local, con local restaurants. You know, if, if you write something about local shopping, but that guest isn't, didn't state that they're interested in it, then that clip of dynamic content isn't going to be included in the email that's sent to them. So once you have it set up, it's all automated. The email software does that automatically. And, and it's not a, you know, cutting edge or new technology. This is something that's being used in email marketing and, and e-commerce for a long time. And we've all experienced it. When we get emails into our inbox, a standard email is like a, a, a shopping cart abandonment, right? So you go somewhere, you shop, you research. I do this all the time where, I, where I'm curious about, about the shipping costs. So I pick out all the stuff I want. I go to checkout to figure out, you know, how much the shipping cost is. And then I leave. Sure enough, I'm going to get an email that says, hey, you left these items in your shopping cart, come on back to buy them. And that's exactly what that is. We've all experienced it. And now we're just leveraging that technology for our guests. And what's that email marketing system that you're using? We use ActiveCampaign, but there's a lot of email software out there that, that uses it. Uh, MailChimp, Infusionsoft, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, so yeah, I've been using ActiveCampaign since... I don't know, 2014. If, uh, if you're listening to this, if you're, if you're on my email list, the emails that you get from me are sent through ActiveCampaign. So we have Typeform, we have Zapier, which Zapier is a really interesting tool because it allows you to connect different pieces of software. Uh, we use Zapier in, to manage uh, Legends, STR Profit Academy, Get Paid for Your Pet, all these things. We, we use a lot of Zapiers. I don't really understand it. We, we have our, uh, our friend John, who's, a, who's the tech person who does all that for, for us. Zapier is a great tool, active campaign. So these are really the only the free things that you need. And as you mentioned, uh, the email software, you know, there's all sorts of them. And we talk quite a bit about email marketing in the, in the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy. And there I have, I have training on how to use uh, MailChimp because I think MailChimp is a, is a really good starting point. It's very simple, user-friendly, and it's, uh, it's very cheap as well. So for people who are just getting into this, um, and as, if, if you want to get a bit more advanced, then you can start looking into either ActiveCampaign or some other 
softwares that are more uh, sophisticated. So yeah, it sounds simple. Typeform, Zapier, Active Campaign, and that's it. Like I said, the, the upfront investment is, is uh, you know, stitching the things together and, and it's not much programming or anything like that. It's kind of like drag and drop and, and, and filling out forms and, and stuff like that. But once you have that set up, the investment pays off long-term because once you invest the time to have it set up and have it configured, then it's all automated. It's as simple as um, every time someone books a stay, then, you know, you have your autoresponder in your PMS or, or you know, at the, at the beginning, I was sending this just um, manually, but automatically two or three days before their stay, we usually send it about a week before their stay. So we have time for everybody to, to register, you know, that email goes out automatically to say, click here to get all your guests to register. And, and once that process is initiated, then everything else is automated. So the upfront investment and time that you put into configuring your, your autoresponder, configuring your uh, type form, and setting up your dynamic content, once it's done, it's all automated. So it makes it a lot simpler down the line. And the payoff is, you know, you're catering the experience for these guests so that it becomes a really big competitive advantage. They're going to be telling their friends and family about the great time they had at, at Jasper's place, not because it was an amazing property, two bedroom, two bathroom, like, you know, every other condo down the street. It's because he catered the experience we had. He knew, you know, what type of, what type of um, trip we were having, what the purpose for our trip was, what our priorities and preferences were, and that made the world a difference. So if you're going to go to, you know, Barcelona, stay with Jasper because that's the kind of experience he gives us. It's not around people looking for a accommodations to sleep at. They're looking for an experience during their stay. And that's what, what our competitive advantage can be. Awesome, man. I couldn't have said it better. And um, thanks, for, thanks for sharing all that. It's really inspiring. Um, so there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now who are extremely excited to, to look into this more. So you're in, your properties are in Tulum, which is in the Yucatan uh, Peninsula in Mexico. I was there a couple of years ago. Beautiful, beautiful area. If people want to go ahead and, and visit one of your places, where, where can they find you? Best way to look me up is uh, Vamanosco on uh, Airbnb. Vamanosco on Airbnb. So it's <laughs> V-A-M-O-N-O-S-C-O. That's right. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's, it's an interesting name. It, Vamanos is uh, let's go in Spanish. Co is company. It was kind of like one of those brainstorming, you know, evenings. What should I, you know, call my company? And, and that just came out and it stuck. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. It's a uh, vamanos. <laughs> Sweet. I'm sure the Spanish uh, speakers uh, will, they probably got that right away. All right. So they can look you up on Airbnb. Do you have a, do you have a website where people can find you as well? Or Yeah. Vamanos.com. Vamanosco.com. Yep. Right. Awesome. All right, Colin. Well, thank you so much for, you know, for sharing all this. Really appreciate you coming on the, the show here. I appreciate you uh, sharing all your wisdom inside the SCR Legends Mastermind. It's been really, uh, been really eye-opening. Uh, you're setting the bar. You're really setting the standard, I think, in terms of uh, you know, guest experience, uh, but also email marketing. So big thumbs up for you, man. Thanks, man. It's an amazing group. I'm learning so much at it as well. There's, there's, uh, you know, I think everyone's learning so much from each other because you know, once you're once you're at a certain level and, and, you know, once you have over that 30 properties, it seems like we're all so busy concentrating on our business 
it gets kind of lonely. So to have a group that, uh, that are, are at the same kind of stage and, and are experiencing some of the same things, but in a different region or, or a different industry, like a, a, you know, leisure versus, versus urban, it's uh, so cool to be able to be in a group of people that uh, you can learn so much off of. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. And um, yeah, let's, uh, we'll, we'll talk more uh, um, in the coming weeks. We see each other pretty much every week on the Mastermind call. Yeah. So. All right, man. Thanks for, thanks for being in the show. And to the listeners, hope you enjoyed this episode, number 350 of Get Paid for Your Pad. And of course, next week there will be another one. So thank you for listening and until next time. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey, fellow hosts, if you want to take your hosting business to the next level, then join the Short Term Rental Profit Academy. Whether you own, rent, or manage properties, we have the resources, the tools, and the community to help you achieve your goals. The Short-Term Rental Profit Academy is ready for any host, any size, and includes a membership portal with over 50 hours of video lessons, a private Facebook group, and weekly live coaching calls, where Eric and I give you direct feedback and help you solve your biggest challenges. We're all about taking action and getting results. So if you're ready to start crushing it, sign up for our program at strprofitacademy.com.